Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network for your independent wrestling entertainment. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Just Pro Wrestling News Podcast. No filler, no pop-ups. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you, supporting us at Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to talk some professionalized wrestling with you on our march to episode 800. Coming up in just a couple of months here. Very excited. We got to think about something something fun for that. Uh, so like, well, we have the 700 Club. What's the 800 Club? I don't know. Do we, is there anything? We'll figure it out. We got a couple months. Send your ideas to good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Hey, you know who's with us? First of all, with us, uh, the man that lives right down the street from a life-size replica of Arnold Schwarzenegger from Terminator 2. You think I'm lying about that? It's there. It's there. We saw it with our own eyes. He's up in Beacon, New York, who I'm going to visit once again. I love the town so much. I'm going to visit Mike again on Sunday. And maybe the Snooky Shop will be open and we'll see what's going on there, too. Mad Mike's with us. How you doing, Sword? Hi, you're holding a hammer for some reason. I am. Uh, well, you see, you wanted us to dress up, but yes. uh, when I got home from work today, I had a really bad migraine. So as of now, I'm just fat Thor. <laughs> okay. Just yeah. Playing video games. I, I, honestly, I, I, ju- I just got over my headache as I was eating dinner, and I'm like, I'm not putting in the effort. I'm not gonna put on the Macho Man thing. I'm just gonna, just gonna chill. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, that's it, fine. It's very low key Halloween. It is a very low key Halloween. Halloween. I'm having trouble getting in the spirit. I'm still in my work. It's also I, I, it's also a very senshi Halloween. Hmm? It's also a very Caval Halloween. Do you see where I'm going with this sword? Oh, oh, I understand now. I understand. There it is. There it is. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. He was he was also senshi, right? Um, I didn't make that up. I don't. I'm not. I don't remember that one. Where was he? Okay. That? Where would he have been? That, like, on um, Impact. Impact? Really? I thought he was low key there. Anyways, no, he was Senshi. Thank you. He All was? Right, good. Okay. Good. He was also Senshi. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Well, also with us, joining on the festivities, uh, we invited some uh, some of our, our regular mayhemers in here from the chat room. Uh, first of all, Dave Ponder joining us uh let's see let's see did you dress up for this what do you think i am a lazy person like you stupid americans oh of course i put some effort into it i do not know what is wrong with you people all the time oh we're gonna get some mail on this one uh (laughs) mail away mail away oh boy uh one thing we do not we do not put over here on this show are bad stereotypes dave or oh. Dave, what's your French name? Is is it Le Dave, Le Pardonne, Le Le Pardonne, Le Pardonne, Le Pardonne. Ah. Okay. Ah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I wait. I can speak your language. Hold on. Let me let me see if I remember. Fromage, le fatigue, fromage, le fatigue, fromage. Oui. So it goes pretty there easy. Go. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. I think I said the sleepy cheese. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, at least you didn't say voulez-vous coucher avec moi. 
which is also the name of be, which is also the name of my a, new, my new charcuterie uh, restaurant. Anyways, also with I was us, you say that'd be a very different podcast. That's all I'm saying. Also with us uh, in uh, Ground Zero, surviving something a new term I learned this week: a bomb cyclone. Is uh is is Tina Keys out in the Seattle area? How you doing, Tina? Hello, hello, hello. It's been windy. It's been raining. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just surviving. Listen, so so Tina, why are you always at ground zero of the crazy crap happening <laughs> out there? I don't so know. I just, what is happening in Seattle? Uh, maybe I don't want to bring you pizza out there because it's scary. Uh, <laughs> Tina, Tina, it's- is this? Hold on, hold on. Is it's this not because that, of the Collins? Not... You can tell us. The Collins? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She but gets it. It's. I do get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it's scary, but we know we take care of it, and then it's everyone else that doesn't doesn't know how to take care of shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, this is the Wrestling Man Show. You can check out everything at WrestlingMamShow.com or hear us at the email address. Good, good time. time. Good, good time. Oh, he's doing. He's doing the. I, I'm sorry, I didn't have it on mic when he was doing the. It's okay. He was doing the. the was doing scream thing. Was doing the thriller. The, the thriller thing. Thrill, yes. Thriller. The thriller. Close thriller enough. Thriller screamy thing. Um, four one two 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 zero six WMS zero. Please call you while you're drunk at your Halloween party. Uh, also, uh, please follow Wrestling Mayhem Show on the Facebook page and group. The group is where a lot of great conversation. Also, you can join us on our Discord. I have links somewhere. I, I, I think it's on our page. Um, I know it's in the in the Patreon uh, archive as well. Uh, but we have a lot of great conversations over there. And trying to, uh, and we're going to publicize that a bit more. But trying to give you guys a a uh, alternative to Facebook because I know some people have problems with it, or or Facebook is the problem. Yeah, uh, some people so. prefer Discord. Some people prefer Discord. Yes, exactly. Give the options. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So a lot of options there. Um, and we're only uh, partially exploring the ability to put the Wrestling Mayhem show on Pornhub.com this week. Uh, so uh, we're starting with Awesome Cast, to be clear. Uh, but anyway, started that with episode four sixty nine. There you go, exactly. Uh, but also, you can follow us all of the places. We're live every Tuesday at nine p.m. Eastern time on the uh, Wrestling Mayhem show uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, 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 YouTube page on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page on IndieWrestling.us uh, YouTube and Twitch. So however you would like to consume the mayhem, you can do that out there. And we are uh, being a little better about uh, unless unless uh, Restream's having a little problem with their chat app like they were last night. Uh, we are uh, keeping an eye out on all of your uh, chat rooms so you can participate in the show. Uh, hopefully just about wherever you may be. Twitter, I don't think, has a chat. But you can tweet us in response, so that's a thing, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. You recently received you recently received a, uh, a special posting of the No Holds Barred uh, uh, watch-along that you can watch on there because I can only put it certain places, and we decided to give it to you guys on Patreon. So uh, go check that out over there, and, we, and, and, and if there's a good response from me, we'll do some more of those and put them there, uh, the ones that YouTube uh, does not like us to post. So you have, illegal, you, have, you have contraband content out there, so I shouldn't say that. I, I shouldn't say that out loud, uh, but it's there. There. Enjoy it. Um, and also, we are in the works of some special concept shows 
that uh, we are going to be uh, very shortly asking for participation and or audience members uh, for a live stream. It's going to be a private live stream if we get this worked out. Uh, that's going to be coming here probably around Thanksgiving. We've been thinking about based on our initial conversations last night. So um, I don't know. Do we want to? I don't want to say what it is entirely in case it doesn't work out. Do we want to get? Yeah, our hopes yeah. Up? I want. I want to make. We, we, we should we make have sure some ideas. But I think there's going to be something. Hopefully, it's the thing that we want to. Oh, do. there's definitely going to be something. Yes. Yes, something special for the holidays something. coming up. We're going to record it probably a month in advance, so we have something for the holiday break. So we're trying to try to take about two weeks, if not three, to be honest, because I need a nap. Um, so, <laughs> so stay tuned for that for your Patreon supporters. But thank you to the people who are supporting us, giving you guys a shout out, our friends at the fan, uh, yeah, fan of the show level, Bo Diggity, woo, as well as Ed Burke. And Team Hammerfist and our friends at the Poppy Club, Dave Potter, OccupyProWrestling.com, me? and Bobby FJ Town. Le, le We're really le testing, testing that Zoom da, Zoom link. David so, Le Podner. We're testing that. We're testing that. Uh, that reaction time coming uh, streaming from France, apparently. Uh, from Uh, in at our Pizza Club level, Doc Remedy, Kyle Turner, and the Riz, and at our manager level, Bradley. Thank you, everybody who is supporting us on Patreon.com slash Wrestling Manager. And everybody who supported us in the past. We've had a lot of people uh, chip in over the years here and, uh, and and really do appreciate it. First of all, we need to talk about, uh, and, I, and I think you guys are, and I'm, see, I, I'm just a little bit scanning the Twitter here in between shows tonight. And uh, it sounds like Halloween Havoc is not going well, uh, from what I understand. Now, again, I have not watched NXT 2.0 since their first episode. I was told last night to just pick up on Halloween tonight. It's going to be great. It's going to be fine. I get a text from Mainstream Matt at about 8.30 that says, this is not good. Uh, have you guys laid eyes on much of it? Are you seeing um, uh, much from Twitter? Like, what? what is the, the, the live? Right now, it is uh, 9.24, so there's about a half an hour left in the show uh, as we're recording this now. Uh, but what's the general air that you guys are catching out there? Uh, I've, I've, I haven't seen any of it yet, but I mean, it, it, it's got a three-way tag team ladder match in it. I can't, oh, yeah. I don't understand how that could be really bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's it's really? very difficult to do a bad ladder match. I will, I will say this. It is hard to do a bad ladder match with experienced personnel. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Definitely. With inexperienced personnel it's easy to do a bad ladder match where multiple people look like they're really uncomfortable being more than a foot or two off the air and uh certain individuals who are used to flying take a really nasty fall (laughs) and to the point where it takes you out it looks so bad Mm -hmm. And it's not like it's it's bad Jeff Hardy bad, more like awkward bad. Okay, the landing. I I, I, I saw a tweet from a friend of the show and and longtime Booker uh, uh, through the nineties uh, and in the two thousands. Uh, Norm Connors uh, it says it was something along the lines of like a lot of people um, being put in a big position before they're ready. So, uh, uh, Tina, I, you, I know, I know you were talking with Dave a little bit about some of the stuff that, that we're coming up here. 
Um, are, you, are you seeing some of this? Are you are you getting any reaction from this? Any vibes from the show tonight? I agree. With, <clears throat> I pretty much agree with what Dave said. On top of that, too, um, I think that's just the trend, basically. Just um, a lot of people getting pushed before they're ready. I would say even I don't we uh, we don't know the results obviously, but like the main event is a perfect example as well, and just like how that setup was like within a matter of like a few weeks, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it feels like yeah. It, I had a question because there's so many new faces that I don't think I've ever seen TV time before, and now we're putting them in prime time on USA Network. Like it just felt. It feels like a problem. It really feels like a problem. I think, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly, a lot of these people that are being pushed or at least pushed up, um, these are mostly the signs that was like earlier this winter, right? Like back in like February or even the spring. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So there's are even fresher faces, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Because I, I remember when people were complaining about, people were saying, oh, Braun Breaker has experience. He's been wrestling for two years now. And I'm thinking, <laughs> well, I mean, but, 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 th- okay, he didn't start this year, but no. at least I, talking to people, when I hear wrestlers, local wrestlers talk and say, I like Ziggy saying, I'm inexperienced. I've only been wrestling for four years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. versus now, Matley Braun, you know, he's a Steiner. some of it's genetic in terms of his build and his inability to actually put a sentence together, but you know, he can do impressive throws Mm -hmm. just like Braun Strowman could do impressive things. Mm -hmm. But like I said, we haven't seen it yet, but yeah, we're 90% sure he's going to be your new NXT champion. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would be shocked, you know, if, if somehow he isn't. But I mean, look, you got Jade Cargill on AEW and Anna J. They they've only been wrestling like not long too. But, you know, it's, but but that's only a couple of people versus half the roster. Mm-hmm. And I would say, and 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 I think part of the problem is NXT went from we're basically a super indie show. It's an alternative. You know, it was a it was right. an alternative. To WWE in WWE. Right. And our stories line make a little bit of sense that we don't do the stupid stuff that main roster does that people don't like. Mm-hmm. To we're basically minor league main roster well, with people I, who aren't quite ready, which I understand that's what they want to do. It's just jarring to the fan base that you're used to seeing one thing and then But maybe you know, that's that maybe that's the reason for the rebrand. Oh no no I agree like but... like that's that's the whole thing they're, right. they're getting rid of a lot of the old guard attempting right. to rejuvenate right yeah because like NXT was a developmental mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like and it's not like the, it's not that there aren't veterans there there are I mean the women's division has a lot of newbies in it but like I don't know you got LA Knight there you got like Champa Gargano. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there are there are people there that can that can carry the load. It's just I think I think it's a little bit more prevalent in the women's division because the stabilizing forces there are like EO, Dakota, and Raquel. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you want to concern Mandy, it's not as widespread. Too. I mean, you got MSK and Imperium for the for the tag title there. 
But again, yeah, it's a lot of fresh faces when you look at that tag team ladder match. Um, you know, like well, again, true. like girl, girls have been like around on the indies and stuff, but like I literally can't name half of the people on this picture right now. But so yeah, they have like a. I, I don't think it's officially a lumberjack, or did they make it a lumberjack match? But there's all the tag teams around in costume mm. because it's Halloween night; they're all in costume, so it makes it even harder to realize who's who. Yeah, of course. But I mean, yeah, that, that's fine. That's that's the point. Uh, Tina, I think you were about to say something. Oh, I was about to say, but there's you were mentioning like the veteran and stuff like that there's undercover veterans that people don't know that are veterans of the scene like a joe gacy joe gacy's been around for a while mm-hmm. um especially with his czw days and then um i would say andre trace too um he was one of the bravado brothers that uh, a prevalent tag team in the southern indies as well as um they also had some stints in ring of honor Wait, so, okay, I just saw the stipulations for tonight. So we have, the so the ladder match is a scareway to hell match, yeah. which is a ladder yeah. match, right? And then mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lubis and Gargano have a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Because last yeah. week, last week, Johnny took the, um, the North uh, American, chi- the North title. American chi- title. And basically, now they're over Loomis's house, mm-hmm. and uh, Carmelo's and his—I forget the guy with him, um, his name. I don't want to mess it up. I Tri- say Trick Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah, that sounds right. And they're they're going over there to get it back. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Okay. Okay. That. Hey, you know what? I'm interested. Good for Indy for ma- good for Indy for marrying someone with a haunted house. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. I somebody, who, her. somebody who started their own independent business. That's a go-getter right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Indie on Indies. Indie on... Hmm. There it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I, wow. Um... <laughs> uh, it, so, far, it... the best, so far, the best thing is a haunted house. There doesn't seem to be any sign that I can tell, and it feels like it's been a well. I guess they did they did in your house, right? But but I don't see any sign of them doing a takeover in the near future. At this point, even with WrestleMania, um, would, no, I don't think so either. With WrestleMania Probably going to, with WrestleMania going WrestleMania, yeah, they say WrestleMania going two nights. It feels like it's not going to happen there either. More than likely, there will be one around Survivor Series. I guess probably more than likely I would assume because because remember they're they're they've been pushing Halloween Havoc mm-hmm. so they don't have to push a takeover yet but also like they yeah. they haven't been and I don't think they have since since anything like I don't think they've paired any of the takeovers with big events since they've come yes out. they have Wh- which they've, one they've paired all the takeovers with big events Boy. recently recently in the recently. last in the last few yeah months. there was one there was one SummerSlam weekend was there okay yeah yeah, I think that was a that was the final one before the new guard, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, but like, uh, like I they've thought... paired the Summer Slams with the with they paired oh, the in the past. The no, no, in the past. Yeah, in the past. Just sure. with NXT two. Yeah, with NXT no, two. We know will this... they continue? Oh yeah, I'm sure they will. Mm. Okay. I'm sure they will. They need content for the network and for Peacock. That is true, especially if they're going a month. Maybe they'll drop one. Maybe I'll just yeah. Drop... It, it, they're not traveling anytime. No, 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 no. 
Uh, no, not with this but, roster. They definitely don't have like, and I think maybe maybe that's the big thing that killed them over the year that that led to this reboot and and everything was they never got we got spoiled. We no, it was no, we never got back out of the CWC right. Everything else went to live and started traveling for the most part, and NXT didn't, so it wasn't able to travel the way it did sell out the stage aes and everything and get that vibe nobody could go see johnny gargano and tomaso champa and and io shirai and and uh and, and gonzalez and everything right like these, these like the, this has been a wrestling company stuck in a bottle for the last two years and we're wondering mm-hmm. why nobody cares about it anymore and turning it into a a, a, a a new new fresh face listen i knew this halloween havoc was gonna be in trouble when i saw that chucky was making an appearance Sorry, to be fair, he just did a segment with Braun Breaker. Wait. Whose yes. son is Braun Breaker? Rick Steiner's Rick. son. And who did the segment with Chucky some 20-some years ago? Yes. Rick Steiner. Yes, Rick Steiner. We yeah. really did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I- yeah. Rick Steiner's son says, I know you to Chucky. <laughs> so, come on. Give uh, okay. him credit. I give them credit. I appreciate that. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Okay, that gives me a little Ooh. bit of hope. A little bit of hope. L- long-term booking. Long-term, long-term booking. booking. Long-term. Long-term cross bankruptcy. Or- you know what's gonna happen now? <laughs> RoboCop's gonna show up in AEW. Oh boy! You know what? I, you should. You really should. You, you know what? Fuck it. Sting. Darby. Robocop. He is as versus Ro- MJF Sean Spears and Wardlow. As Rob, I believe Rob wore the t-shirt uh uh, uh ringside AEW and tried to remind Sting that Robocop was the only partner that hadn't turned on him. So uh <laughs> to be fair, I think that's because Robocop physically couldn't turn. Yeah, but, like a lot. No, yeah, it was really yeah, awkward, no, it wasn't was, it? Wasn't wasn't the most mobile a guy. No, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Uh so, I'm just thinking about how we all kind of whiffed on the Halloween thing, but Dave just completely t- uh, makes up for it uh, with this situation. So thank you for that. Excuse me. There's David Le Partner. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, and is thanks to, that is thanks to the artist known as Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you just add more, more. You just add more phlegm to her name. To, to <laughs> That's great. Oh Solid. my god. Uh <laughs> what are we all right, how how you know what? I'm gonna go to a break and we'll figure out what's next. Let's let's, let's just do this. <laughs> okay, guys, I wanna give a shout out. Oh my god, my ads aren't loaded. Oh, this is a travesty oh, tonight. No, oh sword. no. Oh no. I uh, I'll get it here in a second. But in the meantime, is someone please... playing a mischief night prank on you, sword. No, I had to rebuild the entire project because it was having problems. So it, it got a little weird. Just like Robocop. Just like Robocop. We can rebuild him, make him faster, stronger, or forget all of our content. Um <laughs> so I want to give a shout out to our friends over oh wait, no, this is me. I'm my friend. I didn't need wrestling.us. Uh <laughs> But we have friends over there too. Oh, mm-hmm. I want and of course that's in, that's indie with a Y. Indie with a to make y. sure we have the indie indie right. It's indie with mm-hmm. a Y, not with yes, an I. Yes, the proper way to spell it. Uh it's how they do it in France. Uh that was lay indie uh, wrestling, 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 wrestling. What? 
You gotta put the light. Les incompetents. <laughs> That's right too. Uh, <laughs> le le lucha libre. <laughs> le lucha libre. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Any wrestling that you want to great content. Oui. Our oui. friend, we oui, we oui. our friends at Pro Wrestling. I'm sorry, Prospect Pro Wrestling. Uh, who just announced that Sabu and uh, Bill Alfonso will be joining them here on the November 20th uh, up there in Worthington, PA. Um, just ignore ignore the, the signs when you're going into town there. Um, and, uh, and our friends at Rise Wrestling doing a lot of great things. Uh, actually, you'll see a vi- you'll see the video if you're if you're joining us here live later. A little look. I got to visit the uh, the Stronghold Academy. Uh, I saw Lee, uh, uh, some guy named Lee Moriarty. I don't know. He might be on TV. I don't know. He's actually, I, uh, hey, Lee Moriarty's uh, music is on uh, uh, all of your uh, music um, applications now. So go listen to that and support him. Uh, but uh, anyways, I you know, got to see them. I got to see the great, great crew down there at the facility. Like the coolest vibe I've ever had walking into a training facility um, um, working. Um, so, uh, you know, a really cool crew down there, Brandon K., uh, running the show down there, and, uh, and and they got a lot of great guests. Mac Harder, the Reaper, um, was was a, a guest trainer um, just re- in the last few days here. Uh, so um, and also our friends at Renegade Wrestling Alliance got a lot of cool things going on. And next month they're going to have Sam Beal as a part of their show, and I think O'Shea Edwards is going to be the next one too. Um, and uh, and all that's part of the network. All that's part of the YouTube membership program. A lot of great people uh, responding on the YouTube comments on Twitter. To uh, the main event of the last Prospect Pro Wrestling show, uh, Retribution between uh, Jamie Jameson and uh, Elijah Dean, the big feud-ending match for the Top Prospect Championship. A lot of great stuff. A lot of the stars that are going to be coming up. Some of the faces you've seen on AEW Dark. Um, and so uh, go check that out. IndieWrestling.us for all of the action. Check out the YouTube. A lot of free content. A lot of clips going up on the YouTube channel. And, of course, this show streaming over there as well. So what's up, IndieWrestling.us subscribers there. Um, so let's get <laughs> – what, what were we just talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Lee's, Lee's music is 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 on your um, uh, Apple Music, Spotify. I got it on the YouTube Music myself. Uh, so I, I'm hoping – I haven't listened to it yet. But I'm hoping it. I'm jamming it as hard as. Is anybody else just like just listens to uh, Brian Daniels, Brian Daniel Bryanson's Brian 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 Danielson's. I just Just think of it as Daniel Bryan's son. Get it? He's Brian Danielson. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. So Brian Danielson's music. Um, I've been listening to like pretty much regular in my playlist. It's kind of it. It kind of it's a good motivational track actually. So. It, it grows on you. It, it's definitely cool. It really does. It really does. Um, but uh, uh, <laughs> so uh, it is Halloween, and uh, you know, as as we typically do, we usually kind of look into some of the goofier Halloween moments uh, over the years. So I thought I'd uh, put to you guys like what what who who were your biggest creepiest. Uh, uh, moments in wrestling. Listen, is there a time that wrestling scared you? Other than like, yeah, like like other than other than like the questionable reasons. But is there a time that watching <laughs> wrestling on TV scared you uh, over the years? I can tell you for me, and I probably told the story on the show that when Ultimate Warrior and Jake the Snake Roberts yeah. uh, uh, were buddy buddy for a little bit there. And they took they took Warrior down to the snake pit. 
I hate snakes, first of all. Uh, and, and, and that they, he was in the snake pit and he got bit by one. And in my mind, the snakes ate him. Cause that's where we were with, with things right there. I was also, I don't know, 10 at the time. Um, so I didn't understand how snakes work. Um, but, um, that, that was like the, you're watching that on like Sunday morning on, uh, on, uh, on superstars. And you're just like, should I be watching? And Mike, was that around the time that, uh, 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 uh macho man got bit by one? No, it was probably a bit after that, right? No, it was after that. It was well after. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I think the only time wrestling really freaked me out was the whole Papa Shango warrior stuff. With the, yeah. With the blood that, oozing. With the black goo and everything, like black, black goo. goo, the the yellow vomit. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> right. Right. I mean. I mean. You yeah. Know. Like. Yeah, because like honestly, like the Undertaker stuff. Like I will say, I never really liked the the body bag stuff Taker used to do. Yeah, like that. That was always like, oh, okay. I you know, like obviously you look at it now, it's a little ridiculous. But mm-hmm. back in the day, I was like, oh yeah, all right. He he's he's putting them in body bags and he's carrying them off. Okay. That's unsettling, even as a kid. The the uh, we're looking at some of the old tapes from before I was watching wrestling, uh, and at that time, like I, I, it the the so those the wild Samoans eating raw fish always bothered me. Like roast me out, right? I guess not not scared, but it was still just like. But they were like such big characters, and they were doing the savage thing and everything. And to you know, an eight year old Sorgatron, you know, it was it was kind of a you know, like extreme it felt at the time the way they tore into some of that stuff you know or uh bastion booger bothered me a lot <laughs> i don't know bastion booger didn't scare me he just grew wasn't scary yeah it was just like oh, yeah. oh you know I, I saw that guy up close and personal yeah back in, back in, the, mm. back in the civic center mm-hmm. that was disgusting did he? So they always like put over that how how much he smelled. Like did did he like mm-hmm. if you were close enough? Did did you, you actually actively hear, smell him or? Um, not that I recall. Okay, not that I recall. I, I mean, you, you know, can't it, remember it smells from thirty arena, years not... ago, Mike. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I do remember some smells from thirty years ago, just not that one. Just not Bash and Booger. What about you, yeah. Potter? <sighs> not really scared me freaked me out but the one thing that kind of lack of a better term threw me off mm-hmm. was luna oh yes i could see yeah, that. just because she was so not, not scared it's just so different from anything else mm-hmm. you would see on mass media a way a woman looked mm-hmm. you know the shaved head the veins painted in this the whole thing it's like it's just so different as like one of those things you just like stare we just i i think at that time like none of us would have ever seen anything like her before right not to that extent no yeah no and there's always like we talk about like that difference between you know with controversies or whatever with wrestling versus movies right like i mean we all probably at that time had seen something like Mad Max or something where there was that kind of style going mm-hmm. on. But if you see it in wrestling, like it was still 
you know, real, right? <laughs> it was so just like this person mm-hmm. is a real person and is really this person, you know, they're they're portraying was still like the mindset when you're watching something like this, right? I also thought right. Ultimate, and, and, I also thought Ultimate Warrior was an absolute lunatic, and I loved it. <laughs> until we found out he was an absolute lunatic. Turns out, actual, <laughs> actual lunatic with prom- problematic views on top of it. It was like, okay, great. So, um, but yeah, it, it, you know, yeah, it was she, that voice. That voice was nuts. Yeah. And, and it, like you said, it's one of those things that back then you didn't hear anyone out of character mm-hmm. to know because you, I hate to say, you know, certain people who are now back then older, mm-hmm. who are now you know, older back then is younger than I am now older, who were long-term smokers who had a voice that kind of talked like this normally who were women. Mm-hmm. Deary, when I worked back in the day, I, I've been working at this job for 30 years now. And it's, you know, they have that kind of oh. voice. And that was, an, so someone like Luna, you could see having that voice in real life and just talking that way to people. I, I, I see your mother took you to the same bars I, I did when, uh, <laughs> when, I was, when I was eight years old. Okay. It's called, it's, it's called bowling. Oh, no. Oh, 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 yeah. I forgot. The bowling alleys. I forgot about the bowling alleys. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. The, bowl, the bowling alleys that were not, not the nice bowling alleys. That's one thing that threw me off is to see a quote unquote nice, expensive bowling alley. I don't know what you're talking we're about. We're talking. <laughs> but, when the Pittsburgh Mills Mall opened, what was it like 12 years ago or how many years ago it opened? They had the nice bowling alley. That closed very quickly because no one was going to pay that much money to go bowling in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, the one that I bowled at when I was in middle school and high school uh, was in the basement of, mm-hmm. or it, it was in, in the bottom floor underneath a, um, I'm trying to remember what was there, uh, Shop and Save. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, so, there's no experience like a basement bowling alley. Or a no ventilation alley. or anything, or a, or a bowling alley on the second floor, like Arsenal Lanes over in Lawrenceville. Uh, so sure. sorry, 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 Tina. We're getting very Pittsburgh over here, and Mike. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's okay, it's quite all right. Tell us about your bowling. <laughs> it's alleys. okay. I, I'm a, I'm actually looking for the picture of my sister dressed as Luna Vachon. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh, <laughs> this was like I, I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but this was when she was a child. Mm-hmm. Um. She dresses Luna Vachon for one year for Halloween, and honestly, fucking killed it. <laughs> like, like my mom, my mom had bought a blonde wig, cut half of it off, and drew the blue lightning bolts on the side <sighs> of it. I gotta see if I can find it somewhere. If not, I will post well, okay. it to the Facebook. There's another one. What Halloween costumes have you done for wrestling? One year I went as Undertaker. I could see that with, with the hair. Did undertake it? Plus, I was taller than everybody, and uh, so we like forget what we did for the gloves. It was all we just it was cobbled together. You know, it was, it was like oh, just wear black. <laughs> um, I can't remember if I wore if they had makeup or anything. I'm sure my mother has a picture somewhere. And then and then for <laughs> at, at the time because it was early Undertaker, right? And it was like and he had those gray boots, so we took gray trash bags and wrapped them around my legs to represent the boots. So it was a, a pretty good 
it was a pretty good run there. So um, say I, I I never did wrestling theme trick or treating. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure why, but I, because I started into wrestling eighty four mm-hmm. when I was like uh 10 uh, 11 12 years old somewhere yeah, there, were, there, there. Were, there were there weren't a so lot of characters like, yeah. that you would yeah it was a the, the hulk hogan era is when you know kids would yeah, actually that's know what you yeah. yeah yeah and and you gotta remember unlike the kids who are spoiled today mm-hmm. we're talking about the 1980 costumes which are basically <laughs> outgassing <laughs> plastic bags mm-hmm. that you put over your body and masks where there were whole that big for your nose and that big for your eyes that you couldn't see out of unless you got a homemade one. Yep. Those are fun. Which, which I had two homemade ones that were um, memorable. Mm -hmm. One was the greatest American hero. I just saw the costume for the greatest American hero at the, at the revisited the superhero hall of fame out in uh, uh, Indiana. So, (laughs) and the second one, um, was the Pillsbury uh, Stay Puff, not not Stay Puff, but the Pillsbury Doughboy? Wait, what? <laughs> Why did you go as the Doughboy? I don't know. You love the it muffins. E- it's all right. Yeah, like- and it was an. I was a chubby. I was a chubby white kid. Listen, it was easy. I mean, we. All- I wore. I, I, I wore. <laughs> I wore easy. long johns. I wore long johns and had a um, uh, a chef's hat on. And he loved, that was literally the costume. And he loves croissants, which leads us to our oui. costume for today. There you go. Exactly. It all, we know there. it all comes together. It all rolls together. It all rolls together. In, in a buttery, flaky way. Jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, Tina, did you dress up? <laughs> uh, no, not particularly. Mm. Uh, just because there wasn't really any like character I was drawn yeah, to yeah. as a kid that would that would fit me. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and even it's not even like today where like you know how many kids you see go as like Sasha Banks and you know Becky Lynch and stuff. There was a Becky Sasha... Lynch. What's that? Oh. Go ahead. Oh, we're losing your uh, connection Tina, a little bit there. Yeah. You're muted, Tina. Well, you actually had I, I, the, the, uh, when we had my mother and a couple people in here. Um, we had a we had a Becky Lynch coming in the studio. Uh, the, you know, look, uh, uh, little That's girl cute. Up. It was awesome. It was, she had the belt and everything. It, it was just when like I don't think like she wasn't doing the man thing yet. I don't think I think she was just about getting to that at that point. So so sorry, Tina. I think she was you're, still the steampunk. Yeah. Yeah, it was like she was on still the, the edge. steampunk chick or something like that. Yeah, it was on the edge after that and stuff, right? So I'm sure it's going to come up in my memories here in a couple of days. Uh, Tina, what were you saying when when your you, your your uh, uh, feet started going? I was about to say just the uh, elaborateness of like kids or at least kid little kids um, today and their and their WWE costume. Mm-hmm. I think it got so big. Like Sasha Banks has a her own like little contest with the best Sasha Banks costume. Yes. And I think Bianca Belair is doing the same thing too. Nice. And speaking of Bianca, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the, uh, she's number one on the uh, women's one, uh, 150 from PWI. Yes. Yes. Uh, the PWI. I, I feel this is like the first year I've bought like the PWIs in a while for, for the, the list. Um, that list, that's a hell of a list. Uh, uh, not a lot of WWE. 
Uh, there was somebody I, I forget where it was. Somebody was going on about how how Bailey was really kind of drafted I, on. I this was. One. That was you. I I That's thought right. I Bailey's not in the top ten. I, I That's a little fucked up. I, I think. think it's a tough, but I think it shows how well women's wrestling is doing across the board. There was a lot of Japanese wrestlers in there, right? Uh, AEW was well represented. Mm-hmm. Was there was there impact? I mean, I need to pull up the list again. Yeah. Yes, um, Deanna Perrazzo was actually number three on the list. Deserve, deserve. Her match, Mm -hmm. we talked about a little bit last night, her match with Mickey James on Saturday was fantastic. Deserved. So, um, and And, um, I think just to go, just we were mentioning like the lack of WWE in there. But if you think about it, if you look at the total winners going from when it started back in 2008 up until now, the like latter half of the years have all have all been WWE. I mean, Mike mentioned that Bailey's not in the top ten this year, but Bailey was number one last year on the list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. So <laughs> yeah, but that, so, that's well, what I mean. When, like, when did Bailey get injured? Uh, right before SummerSlam. Oh no. Okay. Oh no. Right before Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I mean, I guess she's been out for a bit, but. Uh, and that, that's two two thirds of the year that she was around, right? So I and I'm, I, I like I know she was prominent and really trucked it through uh, uh, the the Thunderdome and pre Thunderdome eras, but I, 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 I you know what she did good stuff absolutely, but there's a lot of there's a lot of girls that did a lot of great stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like, and, and I don't think, and I don't think it's her, I don't think it's Bailey's fault. I think she was put into, she was definitely put in some difficult positions over last year with, with COVID and everything. Right. Um, so I, I don't think, I, I don't think it's, I really don't think it's a, it's a shafting of Bailey. I just really think like I'll put bread above Bailey. I'll put uh thunder Rosa above Bailey right now. Right. Um, you know, I'll, I'll put Deanna above Bailey. I'll put at least, you know, Maybe not uh, Sasha Bianca both deserve to be up there because they did the WrestleMania thing, right? Um, I mean, Charlotte didn't but even the, make. Did Charlotte even make top ten? I don't think no. Charlotte makes top ten. No, not even Sasha didn't even make top ten either. Like that's yeah, that, that's why I'm like that's a little. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, Grant, I, I'm not a foremost expert in in women's wrestling. That's not American based, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It just seems a little. Uh, it seems like there's an agenda. I don't know. There's an no. agenda. No, no, it, it definitely seems like it a little bit. Okay. Okay. And, and uh, sorry, I hope you don't mind me mentioning another podcast. Believe it or not, another wrestling podcast exists. Son of a bitch. Outside network. I know. Damn it. Well, at least it doesn't have Bobby Fish in it. That we, that, that's who they really deserve. Son of a bitch, but okay. <laughs> but on grit and glitter. Uh, they actually had the editor on today, or when it was released recently, mm-hmm. of the PWI 150. And their explanation is they wanted to look as wrestling on the sports end of it in terms of the matches. And I can see with Bailey, where they were pushing her mic skills and the interviewing and mm-hmm. not so much her matches in the last year mm-hmm. again not bailey's fault but you know bailey has you know for a while there 
was more of the personality, the one where she did the great talking. She she carried it, mm-hmm. but not always in the ring. So I think that's their particular spin on it. But I can see Bianca, Bianca being number one. That would that that to no, me. No, Bianca being number one makes that absolutely. Sense. She's yeah. phenomenal. Like, yeah. Yes, yes, phenomenal, and literally, yes. literally, literally had the biggest match on the biggest stage in her like rookie I, year. I personally don't see why Thunder Rose was ranked higher than Britt, though. Oh no, Britt! No, Britt's number four. Britt's Thunder number Rose four. Is number okay. Five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Britt's number okay. four, okay. and then Thunder Rose is number five. I get that. So yeah. that's actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, their um their top ten is pretty well rounded. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, the, uh, the, let's see. The, we, the, we also had the the twenty uh, three year old Aya Shishida. I think I did that right. Uh, for, that's a World of Stardom Championship, and and we've been hearing about Stardom a lot more. Uh, I know it's been coming up more and more. It seems over on the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. So like they there's a lot like there's significant stuff happening there and and um I think it's more or less successful if if, if you look for 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 here in the states uh, but not even, does that really even matter like I, I don't know if PWI uh intentionally is a a, a states focused wrestling thing uh for this list cuz they 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 have a lot of japanese in there um names and you know uh, performers over there so uh, it, you know, this is just for wrestling Vegas. um hmm. I'm looking for the rest of this right now but uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I feel good about that. In uh, a lot of names, our friend friendly show Lady Frost who's going to be joining us next week. Uh, debuted on the list. Um, you know, it was it like a lot of names that deserved it popped up on the list this year, and it was really good to see. And the fact that you could have a hundred and fifty female wrestlers, not just to have a, a list, but to say these are good female wrestlers, is a nice thing. The fact that they yeah. expanded to 150 versus 100 versus 50 back in the day. Mm-hmm. We're just, it, it, they're not expanding because they want to make it bigger because they have to because the talent's there. Yeah. And, and, and you could make, try to word this right. You could make the argument like there's a lot of talented women out there, but it's still a building. You know, structure, oh, no. right? Most definitely. Like, I mean, most definitely. You, yeah. you know, we talk about it, if I look at the Pittsburgh scene. Uh, uh, up to a certain point here, there's not been a lot of women's wrestlers. So you'll see a promotion have like, hey, we got the one trainee that's a women's wrestler and we got to bring people in. And that's why we only have one match or some promotions that the one person we always brought in that will bring a gr- another female wrestler with her. And that was the match on the show. Doesn't happen anymore for some reason. And they just don't have women's wrestling. Like, like that's, it's not been a focus point for you know, at least just looking at the local landscape. But now, like, I can, you know, it actually takes two hands to talk about what the local women's wrestling scene looks like in this area, right? Mm-hmm. And then that that's on several levels because you're seeing that. You're seeing the intergender thing. We talked about Impact last night, right? That's been broader, broadening that scope. You know, we talk about how the women's divisions there is better than the rest of their roster. It was was Mike's take last night talking about the pay-per-view. Um, so, like, it's it's... We have a whole other company that didn't exist two years ago to put to showcase these girls, you know, um, and uh, it, it, you know, they had five women's matches last night, even just on dark, you know, so like that it's it's ramping up and it's going to tr- and that is going to be 
uh, 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 can you call it a trickle up effect of sorts? Um, you know, there's just insane stuff happening in women's divisions across. You know, and this is all a legacy of things like uh, uh, Shine and 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 Stardom and and all these all these companies that it, it rise with an eye uh, that that really kind of helped showcase and push these up. You know, um, so it's it's really it's really really cool to see. Um, and more featured matches too, like the intergender tags, pretty pretty proper, and neon blondes with uh, Facade and Danny. Uh, you know, have been have been really big and getting out there and doing some interesting, interesting stuff. So like that's just that's great. You know, that's great and expanded. So, uh, anything else about the PWI before we head out for the break? Well, or- one thing they did mention: there is one person who's been on every list uh, for the last fourteen years of the women's PWI. Of the women's PWI. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, oh, well, hold on. Let, 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 let's see if Mad Mike can figure out who it is. Mm, I think it I know. Has been, has been on the list every year for 14 years. Every year. Now, there was one person who was not on the list this year because they she did not wrestle enough due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But there's another one. That and that's didn't. someone in Canada. That was someone in Canada. But was... there was someone who's been on the list every year. I got my guess. I got my guess. It's the only person I can think uh, of. I guess too. I, it's the only person I can think of that's been consistently wrestling for 14 years, more or less. Mike, do you want to take? I have a guess too. Yeah, I have a guess too. I'm I'm guessing Mickey James. I'm thinking I'm, Mickey James too. I'm I'm saying Natalia. Mad Mike got it. Whoa, Natty, Natty. Wow. Yeah. Mainly yeah. because I think Mickey took Mickey took some stuff. time off. Oh, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. she came back to WWE, remember they put her on like a Legends thing, so yeah, she wasn't really wrestling. Yeah, but Natty's been wrestling consistently for that many years. It did, was wait, yeah, wait, I can see that. Was her only time off for maternity? Natty doesn't yeah, have kids. Not Natty. Yeah, you mean no, Mickey James? Mickey, Mickey James. Had oh, kids. Mickey. Uh, yeah. That and yeah, and what? But remember when she came back to WWE, she had that brief run. Yeah, and then they put her on commentary. Right, right. Yeah, and the, and they put her with Alexa where she wasn't really. Yeah, wrestling she was like a backup yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then she was entered. She was entered for a little bit too, as well mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Hence the yeah. main event commentary. Man, man, that's that total. Yeah, and the person who just missed it was Lou Fisto. Yeah, really? yeah. Okay, that makes okay. sense. And the only reason she didn't make it this year, they said, was just she didn't, she didn't wrestle enough matches because of the lockdown in Canada. Lockdown, but she was taking time off for a bit too, right? Like I don't know if she was healing up. I know she's been getting, I, uh, she's been working. Yeah. I know she's been working, working to get better shape lately because I, I think she was going through some stuff. Uh, uh so so that, that's good to see. That's good to see. Good to see she's still out there. This was awesome. The Fissel was always awesome. She almost killed, killed Katie Arquette that one time with the chair. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> they had a cage match a few years well, ago know, I, it was great and this kind of this kind of goes back to the nxt 2.0 before we go break is that nxt like every you could see that like this going more maybe a year ago the strong point in AEW was their tag teams at one point mm-hmm. when, when they were more starting off mm-hmm. you know i think they're better rounded now but they're you know they, they're, they're, they're strong points are tag team the strong point of NXT was the women's division. Mm-hmm. And now it's not. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, the thing is, they still have a strong women's division. 
it's yeah, they yeah. Still a- yeah, they still have a strong women's division. Uh, it's just that a lot of them have moved up, mm-hmm. like over the over the past three years. Okay. Oh yeah, the, Keegan, this- Shotzi, Bianca, like, and this is nothing you new. Know, and this is nothing no, new. Not. We, we've had this with NXT no. where it's like, oh boy, here okay. comes a new crop. Uh, we'll see how this works out in a couple months. It, it, it's just the first time where that came with a coat of pink, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I like, I guess, and I think that's I why. It's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. I say, I guess, it, at least in my mind, this is like you were talking about um, women's wrestling, um, Zelina Vega, Queen's Crown, sorry. And as we're talking about NXT 2.0, I think of Reina de Reyes. Uh, champion previously multiple times in Frankie Monet, mm-hmm. who was La Reina before La Reina became a thing in WWE. But that's just me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I'm worried Frankie's not going to get it on shot in WWE. No, yeah, I, I don't think so. I'm, I, I think I, she'll be. I think she will be fine. I think she's going to come up to the main roster as soon as Miz returns from his sabbatical. Okay. Because I can absolutely see at WrestleMania, Frankie and Johnny versus Miz and Maurice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I see happening. I think there's a very specific reason she named herself Frankie Monet because Frankie and Johnny is a thing Mm -hmm. in pop culture and the zeitgeist. Okay. John Morrison's been doing this whole Zen thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will almost guarantee that when the Miz comes back, he's going to start feuding with Morrison, and Morris and Miz is going to bring back Maurice, and then Frankie's going to bring up John. Uh, Frankie's going to come up with Johnny. Uh, okay. Almost like I'd love to see it. It seems I'd love like see the it. easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think, like, unless they're going to give Frankie the NXT Women's Title, she might just be there for a hot minute. To get you know, and 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 and, and, and forgive me because I, I keep thinking that WWE doesn't give people with certain body types kind of positions, but we do have I hate it, but we do have Dewdrop on the main roster. That that we have Dewdrop, we have we have Naya, we have Tamina. Yes. So granted, granted, they have a little bit more family ties, but so does Frankie in a way. Like like her husband's John Morris. Oh, okay. You know. Okay, that that's cool. And, and typically, okay. they try and keep couples together, as we've mm-hmm. seen from the draft. Yeah, what, I, I think I think it's only a matter is, of time. Is this an HR department decision up. that's happening? What is? <laughs> what is oh this? no, no, <laughs> I, no! I think that's a, I think that's a real thing because remember the first couple drafts? Yeah, it, it was a legit surprise to everyone, and they broke up real life couples. Yeah, and that just made it hell for those real life couples. Which I think some, but you don't. That is just a logistics thing, I, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Stop messing. Stop. Because I, because last I knew, WWE wrestlers all pay for their own travel, right? So it's like, stop making this difficult for us. Let us go with mm-hmm. our significant other. So yeah, that- especially like, especially like the couples that have kids and stuff like that. Like, uh-huh. yeah. Could yeah, you imagine yeah. if Becky and Seth were on different? Could you imagine if Becky and Seth were on different shows? Actually, they're not good. Actually, they're not good to do that. I'm not a parent. Tina, chime in. But if you had the two parents, okay. <laughs> if you had them on separate rosters, one works Monday, the other one works. Fr- oh wait, I guess I got house shows too. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and house shows I'm just, and, and travel. I forgot, between. And tra- and I forgot house shows came back. So I'm like, well, one yeah, works Monday, that- one works Friday. That one's watching the kids. We're good, right? Yeah, like if you if you uh, ever listen to the old you- Edge and Christian podcast, Edge would talk about the days when Beth was gone. That's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> those 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 didn't sound like fun days. No, no, that sounds like they're under the wall. Sorry, Tina, you were saying the one with experience. I was about to say, don't forget. Uh, I would say as well too. Even with those travel days, oh gosh, I would say they would have like an au pair with them too, mm-hmm. um, especially to. in a case like Becky. So, yeah, uh, well, I, think her, I think they have a her, bus. They have a bus. Yeah, mm, and they're and they're her. Yeah, but uh, au pair as a nanny. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so just like even with someone like Becky's kid is just about the turning year i want to say mm-hmm. so like especially those with the infants too and i would say the same for um brandy and cody hold that's not exactly the same situation but well yeah because they don't they don't really do house shows no they're, they're just they still they still have travel but yeah, it's, yeah. but they're traveling they together have, yeah yeah all right well i i, I want to get get going because i want we, we got to get to our halloween themed what if this week Okay. Oh, uh, oh, one one more thing we should talk about real quick. Sorry, I forgot. Can we um, push to the next segment? <laughs> sure. Yes. Okay. All right. Hold that button, uh, because I want to talk about our good friends over at Ah, damn, that's not loaded either. Uh, Slice on Broadway. Our friends at Slice <laughs> on Broadway, right up the street. Slice on Broadway dot com. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza as shipped to New York this past week. So, <laughs> Tina, Tina, I'm just saying, it, we've we, we proven it, it, we can cross state lines and rewarm, and it's great. It's great. Mm-hmm. So I just got to get up there. So, so so let me know when you're out of bomb cyclone season so I can bring you some pizza, okay? Um, I think that'll be within the next week or so. Next week or so. As, as, a, as I'm looking at the weather, <laughs> the weather forecast. Or, you know, if they're feeling like, depending on how they want to do, they can always open up a franchise out here. There you go. There you, you know, go. That'll make things easier. You got Broadway somewhere <laughs> out there, I'm sure. Right? I don't know. Oh, that... Broadway, Broadway on Capitol Hill. Obviously. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Centrally located, right? That sounds like a central location. There we go. <laughs> Yes, there it go. is. <laughs> there you go. Hey, you know, you got your college students, you got your families. Oh, perfect, Rico. Like, there you go. We're doing your market research for you. You, you want to go out to Seattle, right? There it is. There it is. Uh, yeah. So, so go support them, or of course, if you're not in Pittsburgh, please support your local independent indie pizza. We call it indie pizza. It's a whole other thing. Uh, um, so, uh, but support our friends if you're in town at sliceonbroadway.com or drive it to your out of friends place, your out of town friends place. You know, share the slice of love. Uh, we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back with whatever is on Mike's mind and a what if Halloween edition. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com The world of pro wrestling, it's bigger than ever. So how can you possibly keep up with everything that's happening? Just pro wrestling news. Don't fear falling behind. Give us just five minutes every morning and we'll catch you up on the biggest news in the world of pro wrestling. No filler, no rumors, no spoilers, no pop-ups. Just pro wrestling news. 
subscribe on your favorite podcast app, or tell your smart speaker to play the Just Pro Wrestling News podcast. Find out more. Go to JustProWrestlingNews.com. And we're back, and while we're at it, a lot of congratulations. We, we kind of threw out some congrats to Brett and Lady Frost on PWI uh, uh, last segment, but also congrats to uh, Carmella and friend of the show, Corey Graves. So we had a great story about Corey Graves in the UK last week, and also Samoa Drone Pillows uh, but, uh, <laughs> with Kingdom James. Um, and, uh, but, but I love the tweet I saw today by other friend of the show, Sam Adonis, and sometimes surprise guest in my studio, when I'm not looking, uh, <laughs> he said, no, lo- no longer refer to me as Corey Gray's brother, as he often gets refer to me as Carmela's brother-in-law. So, uh, so congrats there to those guys over there. Um, which also, reminds- I also like, I also like that Liv Morgan congratulate Corey during their match. Oh, did they? By clapping, yeah. <laughs> By like awesome. clapping in his face as she was beating up Carmela. It was pretty great. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, nice. so, uh, also, Hey, uh, I want to throw out there, um, kickstartmycomic.com, our friend, Anthony kingdom, James, my name is kingdom on all the social medias. Uh, and I'm going to double check that I did get that right. Uh, but, uh, his comic book is up for uh chance for survival. It is, let me double check. It is live to back this project. And as of this point, he already has 19 backers and $788 of his, uh, $8,000 uh, uh, goal there. So get in on that now. I'm going to pledge it. Let's see. $7 Canadian for a digital edition. I think we're going to bump that up a little bit. Yes. Don't worry. They'll do the math for you. Don't worry about it. Uh, no, I'm not going to Toronto to pick up my print edition. Uh, <laughs> so we'll figure that out. As Mike, you had something on your mind that I, uh, I interrupted so we could go to break. Uh yeah, I forgot. Uh did we want to talk about the uh the deal with Charlotte? Kind of going Oh, off this little scuffle on, uh, going on. Uh, yeah, apparently. yeah, a little, little, so little, I went, little bit of business. So I went back and watched the segment and apparently mm-hmm. what I can tell, like I, and that's all I watched on SmackDown. I just went back went, went to the DVR and watched that last segment. They were doing the belt handoff basically uh, at the end of SmackDown between Becky and Charlotte. You know, the brand belt handoff. And I guess I guess Charlotte had was pulling it away from Becky for the handoff and dropped it, and then uh, Becky then threw her belt at Charlotte. This led to apparently, according to, according to the sheets, um, a altercation in which Charlotte had to be escorted out of the arena, and then mm-hmm. likely related is Andrade uh, that night um, after the show uh, tweeting, fuck WWE, a little bit of a censorship, but still we know what we're talking about. Um, so I was actually listening to a little bit of Busted Open, and they were talking about how ridiculous it is that we didn't play into this um, on Raw, apparently. Uh, so I I don't know. I don't know what the... It depends on the extent of the problem, right? So, um, yeah. you know, we don't know I mean, what else to be is, saying. This, this is like another... Mm-hmm kind of list of charlotte you know getting into that what appeared like a shoot fight with nia jack during a match mm-hmm. charlotte flipping off the crowd when we returned to crowds of money in the bank like mm-hmm. i i mean i don't know it just seems like it seems like charlotte maybe out and and again i i know nothing Kind of seems like she's trying to get fired. Trying to get fired? Really? 
trying to get trying to get fired, trying to see like because at at the very least she's being unprofessional. If all these stories are true, mm-hmm. at the very least yeah. she's being unprofessional. Mm-hmm. At the um, worst, she's trying right. to get fired. Go ahead, Tina. Yeah, Tina, Tina you cut off because your family still cut off. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Nope. It's another bomb cyclone. Look out. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I think that is because we were talking earlier about WWE cu- usually keeping couples together. Mm-hmm. Guess who ain't with their couple? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Char- Charlotte, you know, I mean, some people, it doesn't seem to affect them, like Zelina and Aleister Black. Mm-hmm. Malachi Black, excuse me. No, but like, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem to you don't see Selena going off book or, yeah. or Malachi going off book. You saw Selena doing the comment when one of her matches was cut. That but that was, that was put, for a different reason. Right. That was for right, a different reason. Right. But still, it's, you know, now I'll say this. If Charlotte thinks that she may be not going to get fired, um, this is the same organization when Austin decided not to play nice years ago. Um, decided to say, okay, well, you know, if you're going to leave, we'll write you out and we'll move on without you. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte's not even close to Austin's no. level at all. No, and she may think she is. I don't know, or I don't know what else she like. I said I don't. Who knows what she's going through behind the scenes? Assuming all this is true. But the other thing that I would have found interesting was reading that Sonia was also very upset with Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. And it's what I, I in not saying none of these women aren't tough, but Sonia's a legitimate MMA fighter. Yeah. You yeah. know, um so if Charlotte started to pick a fight with Sonia versus let's say Naya, it's not going to end well. Sonia could take yeah, no. No, that will not yeah, end well. No, at all. no that that will, I, I don't care if Charlotte's taller or stronger. No, that will not end up well for Charlotte with her picking on. So, and Sonia was she I don't think she was too happy because it made her look bad too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was involved in it too. So, it's yeah. like like way you know, who initiated it looked like it was Beck, or yeah. Charlotte that initiated the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh so well, so and, you have to go by that. And yeah, and when you mentioned that when Becky threw the title back at Charlotte, mm-hmm. Charlotte caught it for a half a second and just let it drop. Mm-hmm. And then she looked down like, yeah. Like yeah. I said, this could all be a, you know, a, this could all be, you know, planned. This could all be part of the story that well, they're supposed to well, yeah, find it. There's multiple are, sources are, are, saying it, but. Aren't we supposed to get champion versus champion in Survivor Series? So maybe this is all in, you know, just a theory, elaborate but, yeah. setup for something like that, right? But well, I think theory, if we see Bianca looks- win next week, that might say something a little different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Tina. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Tina. I was I was about to say in theory, it looked like that's what we were supposed to get on Friday because they were both in their wing gear, which I found pretty peculiar. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but yeah, Becky's, been, me... Becky's been coming out in the ring gear though for segments. And, and plus, and they, they might have had a dark match. Well, too. yeah, Becky did have a dark, dark match, and I think they particularly were they escorted Charlotte out before Becky was done with her dark match. 
Like like they, there was an altercation, I think, immediately after. Then she came out for the dark, and they they escorted Charlotte out. So I don't even know ah. if it's like she was in the wrong. So let's get her out of here. I think it was more Becky got business to do. Charlotte, get out of here, so we don't have to deal with this, right? Yeah. So so okay. are you saying so we don't know? We, nobody knows. Nobody knows. What? So but 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 you're implying that everybody was going get out of here, Charlotte. They did. They, they listened. Did Finally, they did it. They Finally. did it. We did it, guys. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Drop the Colbert balloons. We did it. We did it, y'all. Balloons. Balloons. But the whole crux of the thing, I want to say the whole crux and the origin of the thing is that Charlotte did not want to look weak and that caused the rift or issue of her or her going off the books, you wouldn't want to say. Mm, yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte ne- there, there is nothing they can do to make Charlotte Flair look weak. Sorry, she's been booked to be bulletproof, essentially. Like, same thing with, like, Randy Orton or Rey Mysterio. There's nothing that those people can be booked to do to make them look weak. Big Show was baby New Year <laughs> at a time. Yeah. And yeah. And dressed in a kilt. Like, trust me, if they wanted to make Charlotte look weak, that's harder to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus, that, that terrified me. Um, Shots got takeover, right? I tell you what, guys, Sorry, my wife is going to kick Charlotte's ass. <laughs> Sorg, how did you not pop up and say show's called takeover, right? Show's called takeover, right? There we go. There you go. You good? Jesus, you, you need to clip that and send it to Matt. <laughs> the show's called mayhem, right? <laughs> this is really, this is bad. This is crazy. I didn't know Seth Rollins is sponsoring the auto drive challenge. That's good. <laughs> Branding. Tell you what, okay. I got a copy but, shop in the same building as my training school because then I know the new students that don't know any better will get some coffee beforehand and they'll shit themselves when they're doing drills. Why would anyone want to make someone shit in the ring? But see, isn't that more a Randy, Randy thing? Table. Also, isn't that more of a Randy thing? <laughs> we do things weird Getting in, in Iowa. Bag. We like we like shitting our pants in Iowa. Wow. Okay. That's 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 odd. Okay. Wasn't that drink you were drinking, Sorg? Yeah. Sorg Sorg got a little bit of the wacky juice, I think. (laughs) Sorg, you you have a what if? You have a Halloween what if? Oh I do. Um, (laughs) What if? All right, guys. I got a very no no no. Now you have to do it in Seth Rollins. Guys, I got I got a very special what if. I'm adjusting my hair. and cackle. You got to cackle now. This is his his main thing is now cackling. (laughs) You got an ugly family, Edge. (laughs) Drinking orange juice or something. (laughs) Oh boy, I can't wait for for one of the I can't wait for one of the drunks to walk by this window. Um. Good thing the taco stand's been closed up for an hour. So here's this hurts my throat. So here's the deal. Here's the deal, pal. So what if, what if the third man in the NWO? Roll with me with this. Pontificate. This the first time we've done this shit. Pontificate this idea. What if the third man in the NWO? 
was the Yeti. Mike, you first. Well, then they would have put an end to Hulkamania. I, I, I think that's the only way you go. <laughs> like Hall, Nash, Yeti. Unbeatable combination. Unbeatable! <laughs> Imagine the merchandising, though. Yes. Imagine all the merchandising. Yes. Okay, all of I, it. I, I, I'm just, I'm trying to picture. Fuzzy those, shirts. I'm Fuzzy trying to Yeti shirts. Those, I'm trying to picture those black and white commercials with Hall and Nash acting like a fool. And the Yeti just like, boy, the shirt. No, but the, you got to see the, oh, I stopped doing this voice. You got to see the, the Yeti <laughs> would be wearing some cool sunglasses and the t-shirt. Oh, man, do you think his wrappings would be in black and white? Yes. Yes, it's spray-painted. <laughs> like, no, he'd be in all white, just spray-painted NWO across his chest. Right, 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 exactly. Exactly, Mike, exactly. <laughs> oh, what about God. you, Tina? What do you think? I don't know. How would I think contribute? Because when I hear Yeti, I think Yeti, Yeti, Yeti from the backyard again from Nickelodeon. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> we don't talk about backyard wrestling on this show. This is a WWE show. I don't think that's what she was mentioning. No. Is that no, not- no back- it was not. The backyard again is a Nickelodeon show. Okay. Yeah. So I need to look it up on my Paramount Plus. Probably. Sure. Probably. <laughs> All right. What other Dungeon of the Doom member would you pick as the third man? <laughs> if we want a shark, we could have a John Tenta. Um, he didn't. He wouldn't pass by then, did he? He was later, right? Yeah, he was later. He was okay. later. I don't. I don't know if any. Damn it! Now you're gonna make me Google who's in Dungeon of Doom. Mm-hmm. All right, Thank Dungeon you. of Doom. Mastermind could have been uh, Kevin, Kevin Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, Taskmaster. Yep. 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 All right. Um. Can we, well, okay. That, we right. Start? Hmm? Technically, Conan was in the NWO eventually. Yes, but but he could have been an early third man. I don't know why I'm still doing the Seth Rollins voice with this mask on. <laughs> How is this weirder? Or less how is the Seth one <laughs> definitely the Seth one is creepier than the fiend mask? What is happening? Yeah, no, it right definitely now? is. What is what is hi? Hi, I am unemployed. Hello, I'm an unemployed fiend. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> I like uh uh bumping in the night and uh uh bumping in the night. Can I, we call can we call Halloween Havoc bumping in the night from now I like, on? I like bumping in the night, <laughs> lighting people on fire, and wearing nice sweaters during the sunlight hours. <laughs> Damn it. And also, oh, hashtag uh, being got kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mentioned the Pornhub thing earlier, so bumping <laughs> in the night takes a whole new different meeting. <laughs> yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Going to get all the hits. Oh, boy. Bumping hits. in the night. All right, all right. And I can tell you, I'm really good with my indie, taxes. Indie promoters that are watching this show right now. And I know you're out you're there. Hollow, if, what's up, Norm? What's up, shit, Chuck? You, what's up, What's up, Tim? Little Timmy if, in West Virginia. 
running your shows. Your Halloween show next year is not called Bumping in the Night. And you booked this guy. doing it incorrectly. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You too, oh, Brandon man. and Derek. I mean, his his no his no compete clause is going to be up here soon. So that's right. <laughs> it's, it's, but which character is competing now? Because <laughs> it's got like three of them. So it's I don't know. I don't know. Um, we'll just see the return of Husky Harris. That's it. I don't. Know. You know, Kevin Sullivan would have been an interesting choice for the NWO, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Would, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, I, I think it, it would have been interesting. Yes, because then because then he could be the mouthpiece that Eric Bischoff eventually became. Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yes, and then it would it would have like at least with the mind of Kevin Sullivan, like years and years of twisted shit. They they could have done some. Grizzly stuff. They end up mm-hmm. being, and then they end up turning Scott Hall and Kevin Nash into Satanists, and they become kind of just another version of the Brood. And then eventually, Vampiro or, joins them. Or hell, uh, Kevin Nash goes back to his magical days and re-becomes Oz. Whose idea was that? Dusty's idea, but, or was uh, that but Oz the Great and terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the the grittier the grittier reboot of Oz, and <laughs> and Vinny Vegas, and oh no, that was the same guy. What, what, what was Scott Hall's the, name there? He was the diamond stud. Yes, a, a new, a new grittier diamond stud. It's actually astonishing, isn't it, that they went back to that company after the first run? Uh, not when you see their paychecks. <laughs> well, yes, yes, yes. That 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 is the reason they went back. That is true. We're like, this or, is- or should I say, the millions of reasons they went. Back. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Kevin Nash has gone oh. on record many times. It's like. Yeah, I know I wasn't going to be used there properly. Yeah. But so but actually he's, he's like crusty in the ground and he's like they they pad a back truck full of money just loaded up to my house. <laughs> I'm only human. <laughs> Tina. I wanted to chime in really quickly because you guys brought up the Sting thing last year, uh, with the Undertaker. So I I, I actually Actually, wondering in an alternate universe, actually said past alternate universe. Testing it. Hello? Yes, I think you're back. Still there. You're still there. We got you. Okay. So, in an alternate universe, or at least that previous company, did that match with me, Mark Callum? Ooh, (laughs) Sting and me, Mark. Did that happen? Is that what you're asking? Um, I think it has, actually. Yes. No. Really? Yeah, I think it has. I, uh, Sting versus me, Mark Callis, nineteen ninety. Yes. So that was right before okay. he left. Then, yeah, Surfer yeah. Sting. <laughs> oh wow! And there's actually uh, a Brian Pillman versus me, Mark Callis match. Ooh, are those on YouTube no, or that something? That would be good. That should be good. Please, if you find videos, drop those in the group. Uh, oh. uh no, me, uh. Brian Pillman versus me, Mark House, that Clash of Champions 11. Ooh, that's it's on a... WWE's. It's on WWE's YouTube. Okay, okay. Oh, on YouTube. Um, okay, okay. Play, yeah, play, drop that in the group, please. Um, and here's me. I'm just going to drop this whole. Here's me, Mark House versus Jerry Lawler. <laughs> what? 
Where, where was that one at? Is that like a, a smoke? I, not- I I just typed in Sting versus me, Mark Callis, and all this stuff came uh, came to uh, the search. Oh, and they actually, WWE actually did something two years ago. What if the Undertaker went to WCW? Hmm. Hmm. Man, I jeez, I really miss. I really, really miss the search function from WB Network. <laughs> hmm. I don't even get like. Okay, there's cla- best of Clash of the Champions. I I typed Sting in. We get Sting the Lost Tape. Sting into the Light. Uh. 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 uh uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're not getting best get of Clash of the Student, say, uh, Clash of the Champions. But then I also get something called what is that Stingham, Stingnam, uh, uh, the Wedding Singer. Yep, I think Sting was in that movie. I don't think Sting was in that movie. Uh, no, the the other Sting. Oh, the other Sting. Yeah. Sting in the Police. I think he was in that movie. Partial spoiler. Uh, actually, here's one. Can't stand losing you, surviving the police. Looks like a documentary about Sting. Uh, <laughs> the other Sting. Uh, uh, Sting. Sting makes an interesting cameo in uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building over on Hulu, um, which is a movie about podcasts, or, or a show about podcasts. It's it's wonderful. Um, it's good. It's, it's really good. It's really good, actually. Uh, so, anyways. Okay, that's enough of that. And uh, I'm losing my voice from doing those those attempted impressions, if you can call them that. Guys, what did you learn from <laughs> wrestling this week? Let's, let's just please save me from myself. What'd you learn from wrestling this week? <laughs> Mike, what'd you learn from Impact Wrestling this week? Uh, I learned that Impact still does really well with women. Uh, really well at the X Division. Not so much with families having feel-good moments. Can you wait? Because that's the one you didn't watch. What did you think? So, spoiler if you didn't watch Bound for Glory, but Moose cashed in his his uh, 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 call your shot uh, thing from the Gauntlet Battle Royal thing earlier, and and, mm-hmm. and cashed it in while his wife and son were still in the ring and stood over them with the championship yeah. afterwards. It was the most diabolica fuck you mafia scene I've seen in wrestling in a while. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um. The only thing that would have made it better is if Moose didn't have the world's shittiest fear. I, yeah, we talk about the spear issue, but uh, <laughs> so, <Yes>. uh, <laughs> but kind of, kind of got me hooked. You got, you got me hooked to see what happens now. So, so damn it, Impact. That was that was good. That was good. That was, that was really a good, good finish. It was, was really a very good. good finish. Really, 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 really good in a fantastic match, and it was a really good show. So, Tina, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Um, gosh, what did I learn from wrestling this week? Um, WWE is capable of putting on a great show. Um, it, we just wish they would choose better locations. <laughs> can we do it not in the... I also learned that the camel parking was very awkward in that arena. Uh, so, also, apparently not spooked by fireworks. That's good to know. So, you know, when... Ever I need mm. to rent a camel, I guess. I travel weird places, so who knows. Um that was a really good show. That was like that was that was a strangely good show, you know. It was a I, very, I, very strong show. Yeah. I said it last <laughs> night, if you can get around the whole location of it, 
and just want to watch some damn good wrestling matches. Pretty much every match on that show was a damn good wrestling match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Le Partner? Yes. I, I learned that even wrestlers can learn from their past. That when Brian Danielson actually came out and said, you know, if I'm going to wrestle like this, I need to wrestle less matches. Mm-hmm. My body can't hold up wrestling the style I do every week like this. And, you know, the entire internet went, duh. I, <laughs> I, I worry about Brian. Oh, I do. I, too. I really do. Yeah. Like, like. Uh, AEW is not. Like, I mean, uh, say, say what you will about how WWE treated Brian and. They, they were looking out for his health because I don't think he's capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, any, I hate to say, I hate to generalize. I don't think any wrestler or professional athlete really is capable of really looking out for their own. Oh health. no. I, I think there are a lot of them that are like, if you listen to like, well, I um, think Miz does good, but yeah, Miz does. Yeah. I call him the sink. I call him the King of yeah. safe style for that very yeah. reason. Like I, uh, I was having a conversation with my sister this weekend. Because Miz was the Miz was on the repeat of Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, and I'm like, Miz can wrestle till he's sixty. Yeah, because he he doesn't have a style that. But but I mean, when you see what happened to, um, oh, help me out here, Murder Hawk, um, Lance Archer, mm, Lance oh, that Archer, was scary. Archer. that was scary. Now, that was now I'm not saying about him not being able to do it because obviously he's done it in the past. He mm-hmm. just slipped. Mm-hmm. Things happen, yeah. but. Then to think, rolling out in the ring and think, oh, we'll just finish the match instead of calling the match. Mm-hmm. You know, th- instead of yeah, management like, saying, no, I don't care if you think you can go on. You landed on your head. Mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. calling the match. We'll take the heat. Yeah. We're stepping up. We're being the adult like, versus, oh, yeah, you're good enough. Just do a quick roll up. Yeah. Like, well, so- I- someone needed to have made that call. So actually on the flip side of what my, uh, Michael talking about as far as safe styles, um, someone who really didn't really have a major in, um, injury, like I'm going to say up until his final like year or so in WWE, John Moxley, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he wrestled a very violent style. <laughs> but I would say in WWE, not as violent. Not, not nearly as no, 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 no. Not nearly as much. And and that's the nice thing is that he's not doing like, you know, you know, three shows a week with house shows. Right. Mm -hmm. So. So. And and plus, you can you can be violent with yourself, but you're controlled with it. Absolutely. Danielson, I feel like I feel like he was in WWE so long and felt stifled Mm -hmm. in the ring, Mm -hmm. like with his in ring, which, you know, there's positives and negatives to be said for that. Absolutely, but absolutely. If he, but if he felt stifled in the in the ring, mm-hmm. and he's just going full board now. But if he's he's going full, yeah. he can really. Here's the other thing. Stuff. Like now, I, I, I go ahead, go ahead, Tina. I was going to say he's not in a frame of mind. He he understand. I think he understands a little bit now. Like you were saying, Dave, he yeah. can't go like full yeah. blown on punching. No each other until like he was with Nigel McGinnis in Ring of Honor where right. eye sockets are broken. Yeah. He knows right. that he can't Yeah, I mean you say that now, but if he gets another match against Kenny, mm-hmm. who knows? So here's here's the difference. Yeah. Here's the difference. And this is something I'm observing with the AEW. This doesn't happen with everybody, but a lot of the bigger talent. Like you're not seeing 
I don't think Brian's been wrestling quite every week, has he? Yeah, um, he's been yes, close, he and he was on dark, and he yeah. was on dark this week oh, yeah, too. Yeah, he was. He was. On, he's been on every week since. He okay. Yeah. So, but generally, like, okay, these guys are doing maybe if they're on a, on a certain tear, like one match a week. Generally, a lot of this roster is not doing weekly matches, and if they do, it's one week. It's one a week, right? So I feel like I feel like we're we're rolling into the thing that makes New Japan interesting. That you got a lot of people that are in these tag matches or they're in, in the dark matches where they don't have to go full tilt. And then and then you get to like Danielson versus Suzuki or or Omega or something or CM Punk versus whoever. And and you can go whole hog into this and have a very physical strong style match. We can't have a strong style match every week. Nobody can do that. Nobody should do that. Yeah. Right. Danielson's and, already had seven matches in me. Yes. So he he debuted a month ago. Wow. Wow. And this may be just because mm-hmm. I mean this might just be like the the hey he's here let's do a bunch of shit uh for the moment and and, and capitalize on this. But generally like Andrade, how often has Andrade been uh wrestling? Not that often. Pac, uh Lucha Brothers. But but hold on, hold on. No, it's vastly different. Hmm. Andrade's style hasn't really changed. I, I'm not talking about styles. Way. I'm not talking about styles. I'm talking. No, about but I am. That's the thing. Okay. I, 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 Danielson has changed his style drastically mm-hmm. from the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. To his match with Kenny Omega. Yeah. His style has changed drastically. Yes. And that and that's the point. Yes. Like, like that's why I'm not saying it about like Malachi Black or Pac or Andrade because they're wrestling the same style they always have. Uh, well, wait, 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 wait. yeah, no, you're not I, I, compared to WWE or or just generally because I, like I feel compared like compared to WWE, okay, compared to WWE. I because I, I I think Pac is different. I think Pac is Pac is Pac is probably a little bit different on like yeah. AAA and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But but like but compared to WWE, like when they got released, they're wrestling the same style they did when they were released. Okay, okay. Danielson, if you look at the triple threat match from Mania. And the match with Omega, they're two different wrestlers. Absolutely, but also two very different opponents. Okay, but I, the that, bumps are worse. The, I, I the was bumps saying, are a lot worse. Okay. Yeah, like uh, like Roman. Like, you're not going to get much older. safer. And he is Roman older. and Edge. Uh, this, you're not going to get much older. safer than Roman. And this Edge. is the like, kind of conversation that I want to wrestle in. To tell, yeah. oh no, agreed. Because I mean, we are we are interpreting things as safer and how they look and everything. But I think there's yeah. there's there's a world where a wrestler's bumps can look like somebody's dying, and they're really good at doing that. Dolph Ziggler, Shawn Michaels, um, you know, and, and this does be it might just be our perception. So I want like somebody who can actually look that with a trained eye uh, uh, before we get too deep into the safe not safe thing. Um, so which we'll have to schedule next week with uh Victor Benjamin, uh peanut butter uh power himself, and uh Lady Frost of the PWI uh women's 150. So maybe we should table this conversation for then, Mike, shall we? Sorg, Sorg, you should have some frozen Reese's peanut butter cups in the freezer. Oh, I might already because Missy likes to do that every once in a while. So there we go. <laughs> can I get Missy to share her peanut butter and, cups? And don't forget. Next week will be right after Halloween. You know, it just yes after it will. Halloween candy sales. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, oh, well, we already established on Awesome Cast is we didn't do anything for Halloween tonight, really. Um, we're going to have a, a Rite Aid discount day after Halloween party. Excellent. So we're going to go down to Rite Aid, pick up some cheap stuff, and see what we can do. Uh, also, it's uh, Election Day. So, hmm. oh, well, and also, it's Election Day. I'm going to dress up, and one of the polling places is right next door at this church. Uh, so, and we're just going to open the window. Um, so that's that's fun. Anyways, all right, let's wrap it up then. Tina, thank you for joining us. Uh, I hope the weather gets less stupid out your way. Um, it should be, um, I would say so, <laughs> at least within the next week or so. I do want to plug really quickly. Defy Wrestling has a couple of shows, has oh, a show yes. this weekend as well as Without a Cause. Those cards look amazing um, out Defy there. Ha- like one of the one of the matches for by is uh jacob fatu versus jeff cobb mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then defy has pd williams um i believe chris bay is going to be there um just that without a cause just up in everett so and that's going to be on halloween and then uh defy show is going to be october 29th you guys nice. can check out um with without a cause wrestling.com or even on the socials and as well as defy wrestling.com and defy wrestling on the socials as well Fantastic. Um, if anybody knows any wrestling happening in Boston this Saturday, let me know. Put that out there. Pro wrestling. I'm doing boxing Friday. Uh, Le Partner of the Tiny Shutter Podcast. Oui. Prof Pod. Le Prof Pod on the Twitter. Le Prof Pod. On the French yes. Twitter. Or as they call it, the Twitter. And just recently on the iPhoneography Network YouTube channel. Uh, my review of my new Sierra Blue uh, iPhone 13 Max. Ooh. Ooh. With the with the large, large, large screen. Yes. 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 With with on for like an hour and fifteen minutes for the show about it. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Lots of photos. And Lots of photos. Bad Mike four eight three on the tweets. Yeah, I, I I tweet about things and stuff and things and you know the, things. The, the recently unblocked. No, Mike Ford, recently unblocked by Twitter. Uh, by yes. by Impact Wrestling. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and by the way, I didn't say it again on this show, but uh, Impact has a has me a little bit inspired. Nice. Soon a pose if you're on audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. At Sorgatron on, on the Twitter. Again, I got some adventures happening this week as we are uh, traveling out to Boston. We'll be uh, covering some uh, uh, Boston boxing this Saturday on pay per view. I can't remember the name of the company at the top of my head. But uh, <laughs> literally, all my texts are like Boston boxing. That's it. Like, I haven't gotten like a brand name or anything. So, <laughs> but I do have it. Um, and I'll be visiting Mike on Sunday as well. So, yeah. It'll be fun. Two, twice in one month. This is amazing. We're making up for I know, lost it's, time. It's, yes, absolutely. It's it's called the post-COVID catch-up, Mike. Yes, so, I like it. A lot of traveling to do. Well, thank you, everybody, uh, for joining us, part, part of the Mayhem Nation. We got a lot of cool stuff coming up in November. Uh, we have, uh, like I said, Pretty Proper uh, coming next week. We also have the Great Success team uh, joining us uh, in November. The Rev Ron Hunt is scheduled to return. And we just booked what we are proudly question mark calling the Hanukkah Rana special 
with uh, our uh, favorite Jewish space laser, uh, Ziggy Heim. Uh, so looking forward to that coming up. Uh, so uh, keep 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 uh, keep stay tuned. Keep stay keep tuned. Yes, sure. Um, and make don't sure touch you, that dial. And make sure you back. Uh, 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 my name is Kingdom uh, on Kickstarter at kickstartthiscomic.com. Uh, I already put in for my Kickstarter on it, and I don't know how much I'm paying because of the exchange rate. So uh, they, they got up in our hundred bucks since uh, since we've uh, announced that uh, earlier in the show. So there you go. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Mayhem out. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Wait for the perfect time to attack. Don't give up what you want. Take it back. Wait for the perfect time to attack. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.